Buckle up, it's time for That's How I Roll with Jeremiah Isley, a podcast about the games we play and the lives we live. That's How I Roll is presented by Theology of Games. Visit theologyofgames.com for the latest in tabletop gaming, news, reviews, and interviews. And now, here's Jeremiah. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Wow, it's episode 94 of That's How I Roll. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks for being a part of this little thing I do every week where I sit in a room and talk to myself. Yeah, it makes it sound really kind of sad if you think of it that way. No, seriously, though, thanks for being a part of the show. Thanks for tuning in. We are on the countdown to show 100. I've got ideas there that I want to discuss with you, which I'm getting ahead of myself, but that's the real talk segment for this week. Let me, before I go any further, give you the rundown for today's show. So today's show looks something like this. We will check the word on the street, which is almost more of the same uh, from the last week or two. Also, I'll be doing a drive-by review of Raids. No guest this week. Had a super awesome guest in Randy Hoyt last week, but I'm going to do a drive-by review this week. If you don't know, Raids is a release from Yellow Games. They hit the market with that. Oh, I think it was Origins is actually the official release of that. So, a little Viking racing, battling raiding obviously fun there so we'll talk about that and then in today's real talk segment i'm going to talk about some ideas for show 100 get some feedback from you hopefully uh including some top 10 list type things that i've been working on the past few days as i scribble notes and i'm surrounded by post-it notes and all of that as we go so anyway uh that's that that's what you're going to be getting into if you continue to listen to this show which i think you should i think it's going to be pretty awesome so with that said let's go check out the word on the street so the word on the street is i really am not sure what's happening with time like is there some kind of thing that happened where time's moving faster so you don't get as much done or you don't seemingly have enough time i really i'd like to know because i feel like it was just like two days ago i was recording last week's episode when in fact it was like a whole week ago and you know, a whole week has passed since then, but it's just been really, really busy. Now, the cool thing is, is I did actually get to introduce Emotep to my boys. Uh, I played it a, a handful of times with uh, my friends and gamers and stuff like that, but the boys hadn't actually played it and they've really been wanting to play it for a long time. And we kind of had a short window to get a game in and I was like, I can teach this to you guys pretty quick and, and get it on the table, which it's a fun game. It's great. It's a lot of fun. Uh, but I had hoped I got the new um, the new expansion for it, which is I believe it's called the Last Dynasty. I don't have the box in front of me, but th- anyway, they uh, Cosmos sent the the game the expansion to me, and I was hoping, all right, let's get a game of Emotep in, and then we'll bust out the expansion and we'll play that. 
didn't happen, hoping it'll happen soon because it looks really, really cool. Uh, just adds a lot to the game. There's more cool locations. There's more, a few more wrinkles into the design of it, which I think are going to be really, really cool. So there's that. And we're also, we're late again, but my boys and I and family members and, and folks, we always try to do a fantasy football league. So we're a week late on that. We're still trying to get everybody into it. And that's just, that's symptomatic and really emblematic of our life right now. Lots of things that we need to do, lots of things that we want to do. Uh, just uh, the tyranny of the, what's this? The tyranny of the urgent, I think is the this phrase that I'm thinking of, where things that just have to be done day in, day out are taking precedence over those things that may bring us joy. <laughs> Sounding really... Optimistic. But anyway, so that's the word on the street. Uh, been really, really busy and uh, just trying to plug right along and keep things afloat. So also the word on the street is don't forget the contest. I, I can't believe I didn't mention this in the intro, but the contest is still on. You can still get in and be one of the 25 patrons. If you're one of the first 25 patrons on our page, we will draw a name from that list and you will get a copy of Tower of Madness, which is awesome. Again, I know we're asking, it's not like a totally free contest because we want you to become a patron. We want you to pledge at least a dollar a month. But the return on that is that you get a $60 game potentially as well as some really cool promos and, and freebies, as well as you're helping us out. You're helping us continue to do what we do at Theology of Games. So all of those things rolled into that. We're asking for a, a dollar a month. Uh, you know, if you win the game and you're pledging a dollar a month, you're good for like five years. You're still ahead. <laughs> you break even at year five. So we hope that you would think about that, consider that. And, uh, we really appreciate the folks that have supported us already. You guys rock. And, uh, if you want to rock like them, head on over to theologyofgames.com slash Patreon. Whoa. Hey everyone. Look, it's time for another drive by review. Okay, here we go. Today's drive by review like I said earlier, it's of a game, a little game called Raids from Yellow Games. Now, Raids is for, I'm trying to look at my stats here. Where did it go? Oh boy, here, that's right on the front of the box. It's for two to four players and uh, it says ages 10 and up, which take that for what it is. I don't think any gamer really takes that kind of thing too serious. The box says it plays in about 40 minutes. That's probably pretty accurate. Uh, in my experience with the game, it is not, I'll, I'll just spoil it right now. It's not a heavy game. So uh, there's not a lot of analysis paralysis involved here. There's not a lot of options. It's it's very simple mechanically, but uh, it, the interaction that you have with the other players is kind of where uh, this one lays. So uh, there are some cool, really cool components with this. There's some longship meeples that are these custom wooden cut uh, meeples that look like longships. There's four of those, one for each player uh, if you're playing four players. A nice big colorful board. There are player boards that have five slots 
in the middle. They're a, a big long ship that have five different slots in the middle. There's a whole pile of Viking meeples that are, again, custom cut. They've got like this double-sided axe. Uh, there's real metal coins. And there's a, a pile of what they call voyage tiles. There's a whole bunch of those as well. And basically, you're going to go on three voyages in this game, which is basically a trip around the board. And there's a set of tiles for each of those voyages. So there's the first, second, and third voyage that you'll go on. And every time you play, every time you make it around, everybody makes it back to the starting position, the port. I think it's called the port or the harbor or whatever. You will kind of reseed the board. You'll take off any tiles that are remaining and then you'll deal out randomly the next voyage out into these spots that are uh, marked on the board for that. So that's kind of how the game works. That's kind of how it sets up. And it's also how you refresh in between those uh, voyages. So when you are taking your turn, you really, uh, you have two options. And the option is, or, or I guess it's two phases. You, um, if you're sitting on a space that has a tile, which with your first turn of every voyage, you won't be. But every turn after that, there's the possibility of there being a tile there uh, when you start your turn. And if it's there, then you take it and you put it on your ship. And some of them you put next to them. There's like runes and things like that that you collect and they give you points. Uh, if you, you know, for however many, there's like a set collection kind of ladder that it, it gives you points. But uh, if not, it's like a weapon or a sail or things that add cool bonuses to your ship. And you put it in one of the five slots that you have on your player board. After you do that, then you have to move. Now, there's a couple different rules when you move. And it's this is really kind of where the meat of the game kind of comes in mechanically and strategically uh, when you move before you do that you discard any tiles between you and the player that is closest to you but in front of you so uh, if there's a player that's like four spaces ahead of you and there's four tiles in between you and them you discard all of them so you can't go and and take a turn that's going to leave you behind the next player that's in front of you. You always have to sort of pass them or you could navigate to a tile that has somebody on it and that is where you battle them. So those are the two things that you do. You clear those tiles and then you navigate and like I said, if you're going to fight, if you land somewhere where there is an opponent, you're going to fight them. And it's basically, uh, I guess I should point out, as you go around, there's tiles and there's spaces that you will pass that will give you Vikings, the, the little Viking meeples that I mentioned earlier. And you put those on your boat, which is limited by the number of shields you have visible. It takes a shield on your boat to sort of, those are kind of spots for you to put uh, Vikings. So as you put tiles on, sometimes there's two shields, sometimes there's one, sometimes there's none. So it kind of limits how, how much you can load up your boat with these Vikings. So anyway, when you land on a spot and you're gonna fight the, uh, the, the player that's already there, you, there's this sort of back and forth 
it's almost like a bidding or like a, a, a bartering kind of thing. You have to pay uh, a Viking into the supply to initiate the battle. Now they can retaliate by putting two Vikings into the, back into the supply or they can flee. If they put the two back, then it's your turn to decide if you're going to retaliate or flee. And then you basically, it's you up it by one every time. So if they put in two, you put in three. Once you put in three, they have to put in four and so on and so forth until basically somebody won't be able to retaliate or they'll decide it's not worth it to retaliate. I'm going to move on and then they can move uh, to uh, an, another tile ahead. Now, the, that is basically, that's how you win those tiles because you might move to a tile and go, oh, this is great. I'm going to get this really good tile. But somebody might come along and say, nope, I'm going to win that because I'm going to come and I'm going to fight you. And uh, that's really where the the kind of staring contest in this game almost takes place is because you have to decide okay, do I really need this tile that badly? Do, you know, is it really going to help me get the points that I need or is it going to boost my ship enough uh, to do, you know, do f- future battles, that kind of thing. Uh, so that's that. And then basically at any point you can just say, I'm done. I'm going to go all the way around and go back to the harbor. Now, each round you're going to deal out a tile near the harbor space which will sort of set a condition, uh, like say if you whoever has the most Viking pawns or whoever slayed the most monsters or whoever has the most shields or whatever, it'll have like an icon on there to sort of set a condition. And when everybody makes it back to the harbor, whoever has best fulfilled that you will will take points and that's really that's the game you you go around three times you beat each other up a whole bunch you try to collect points by different tiles that you collect or the sets that you can collect or by uh, picking up goods and selling them in on tiles that are ports things like that that are taking place and it uh it that's the way it plays All right. So what did I think of raids? Raids is uh, raids is the appropriate weight that I would expect from a game from Yellow. Now, that's no no knock on Yellow Games. Yellow Games makes really fun games. They're very family friendly. There's enough there to make them enjoyable for everybody, but they're very accessible as well. Um, and and raids is no different. There's uh, there's not a lot mechanically going on. There's not a lot of housekeeping. You have to deal out the tiles and everything, but it's all very in front of you. It all makes sense. There's not a lot of tweaky rules or things that are going to give you just a long time to think and, you know, kind of be subject to AP. And it's it's very easy in, in terms of that. I really enjoy the... Uh, the interaction that is really it's not only encouraged but it's it's almost needed because if you if you try to go through and not fight anybody and just kind of hopefully score what you want when you want and you're not gonna win you're just not now there are a lot of games where 
I try to find ways to sort of just, I'm just going to avoid confronting another player or avoid skirmishes because I think I'm just going to kind of move wherever I want and avoid other people, but really do a good job of planning out what I'm going to take and how many points it's going to get me. There's a lot of games where I'll try to do that because I feel like sometimes uh, attacking another player is just going to really make it messy and not fun and maybe too mean or aggressive. This game doesn't feel like that at all to me. This game feels like, you know what? We've got to, there's only so many times I can move. I always have to move ahead of the next player. So that really eliminates a good portion of the board that you can actually land on. And I want to make sure that I get what I want. So I'm very much more inclined to go ahead and fight somebody and really try to take something from them. And it, it feels aggressive, but it's not, they're going to turn the player that you're attacking is going to turn around and attack another player on their turn. It's just, it's how the game is meant to be played. And it's really fun because it, it, like I said, it is light enough that it's, it's family friendly. It's, casual gamer friendly, but there's enough to it that, uh, like I said, you can enjoy it as a gamer. So I, I like this one. I'm not the biggest, uh, race game fan and this. It definitely feels like a race game because you're kind of making your way around this thing, the, the map and you go the same direction every time, that kind of thing, which, uh, yes, in those terms, it's kind of a race game, but because of all the interaction, because of the fighting your opponents and things like that, there's a lot of added side stuff that it's not just the focus on, oh, I have to get around first because the conditions change every time. It's not, you don't get extra points for being the first one around. You get extra points for getting the most of a certain tile or for getting the most shields on your ship or whatever it might be. So it's not really about racing. It's about being a better Viking. It's about making better raids and about fighting off the other ships and about, uh, you know, selling goods and, and gaining Vikings and slaying monsters and, it's about that more than it is just making it around the map because you could just make it around the map in one turn. There's nothing stopping you from doing that. It's literally you just decide to go all the way around, but then you're missing out on what the game is. So there it is. That's Vikings. I really like it. I think it's fun. Um, I, I, like I said, I think it's the appropriate weight. It's exactly right in the wheelhouse of a yellow game. And for that, I, I enjoy it and I recommend it. Okay, let's talk show 100 here. So I have uh, a couple things going on. If you go to our Facebook page or our Twitter page, uh, facebook.com. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's on our group. I'm, well, go to the, pa- the Facebook page because I'm going to share it there too. Anyway, I've posted a couple polls there that I would love some feedback, some votes on. Um, we are... I'm looking into options on what I'm going to do for episode 100. Those options are we could have listeners send in messages, you know, record a message and I'll play it on the air and, 
you know, we'll have this cool little segment where there's feedback coming from you guys who are listening, you guys and, and ladies, <laughs> you guys is an all inclusive term in my, in my vocabulary, but the listeners can have their voice on the show for the first time ever, which would be really cool. I'd love to hear from you all and, and hear what your thoughts are on the last hundred shows. Or uh, another option that I threw up there was to do a live stream. I think I did that. It was episode 75 when I did the Thunderstone Quest review. And um, it was fun. It was really cool. It was kind of raw. Like the video is definitely unedited and uh, things like that. But so there's that. Uh, so listener voice messages would be awesome. A Facebook live stream would be great. Uh, I also threw up an option of doing visits from guests in the past. So the guests that have been on the show who are awesome, kind of having a, a like a little mini interview segment where I, I get a bunch of them together and do little segments and, and record that and put it into the show. Uh, the other thing was contests. <laughs> um, who doesn't love a good contest? I, I'd love to be able to do that. I'm going to actually, uh, that one's probably going to be a given. I'm going to try to get a hold of a few things that I can do for uh, a contest. I'll be, I'll, I'll give more information about that once I, I get those details firmed up. But uh, definitely want to do contests. And of course, I'd love any of your feedback that you might have. Uh, whatever there is, that um, you can send my way that you think, hey, this would be a great idea to sort of celebrate 100 episodes, send it my way. You can email it. You can post it on any of our social media pages. We'd love to hear those thoughts that you would have there. Uh, Super, super awesome. That'd be great. Also, um, I one thing that I do want to do that I've been working on, and I think I mentioned it, is a, a little top 10 list. So I went through and I'll be posting this online as well for folks to vote on or just kind of give feedback on. But I'm kind of putting together a top 10 list of the 10 best episodes of the show. And my list, I I started with just because um, I went back through and I looked at episodes that had the most plays or had the most plays like within the first couple days, that kind of thing. And I compiled a list there that uh, is pretty awesome. I think there's some really good episodes in here. Like it goes all the way back to, to episode number two when I did a list of gamer stereotypes and episode seven when I talked about dead CCGs and um, the first time I did a zero episode on episode 10 with turn this car around because I was still driving and recording the show back then, which was really cool up to more recently episode 90 with my review of Everdell. Um, just a lot of stuff that was really cool. The the episode that uh, Alan Girding and I recorded about The Last Jedi was a very popular episode. Um, what else do I had? Oh, the, the episode that I did right after we had our house fire last summer was also very popular. So um, what I'll do is I'll put it in the show notes and I'll also... Um, I'll also put it on Facebook, but I'd love to get your thoughts on what some of the best episodes were, or even better yet, like what show, what episode did you listen to that made you a listener? You know, you heard me do uh, a real talk segment on 
getting old or whatever it might have been. Uh, and you said, I like this show now. And you decided to listen from then on out. What was it that, that kind of brought that to you? So let me know that episode, that kind of show. I'd, I'd love to kind of take a really good look down memory lane. I know I kind of do that every zero episode, but this is a big one. And I'd, I'd like to really kind of celebrate the past of the show while we still look towards the future. So that is my Real Talk segment for this week. Uh, let me know your favorite past moments of the show. I'd really love to hear that. And uh, we'll, we'll make sure that that gets worked into episode 100, which is coming up next month. And there it is, folks. That's episode 94 in the books. We are six episodes away from that big 100. I'm so excited. I want to give a big thank you to Yellow Games for sending me a copy of Raids. Big shout out to them. And uh, have you played Raids? Let me know what you think about it. Am I on track with that? Am I off base? Anyway, whatever it is. And of course, give me that feedback on past shows, uh, past episodes of the show. Would love to hear that from you as we look towards episode 100. Finally, of course, I'm going to remind you to check out our Patreon page and the contest that we're running there. Super awesome game. Really cool. I'll be doing a review of that very, very soon. So you can look for that here on this show as well as a written episode of uh, or a written review on Theology of Games. But yeah, check out Tower of Madness. In the meantime, if you check out our Patreon page, you can win a copy of it by becoming a patron, which is super awesome. And of course, of course, please, if you like the show, tell folks about it. Share it on your social media, uh, subscribe, rate, review, getting, getting those five stars on iTunes does the world for us. It really, really does. Getting a good review, again, does so much for us to be found by other folks who enjoy talking about video games and life and all the things that surround the board gaming community. So thank you guys so much for listening. These first 94 shows have been amazing. Looking forward to the future. And uh, until next week, I just need to tell you, I'm Jeremiah Isley, and that's how I roll. Thanks for rolling with us today. That's How I Roll is produced by Jeremiah Isley and brought to you by Theology of Games. If you liked what you heard today, take a minute to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. Thanks for tuning in and drive safe.